Hello, this is Ken Ferry with this week's Boots in the Field. Normally start out with a quick crop report, but we got to get to the more important news this week. The staff here at CropTech has increased by one. Callan James Ferry has was born this week. That's Isaac and Abby's uh, third child. It's a situation working on our third generation crop techers. Baby and, and mom are, are just fine, and grandpa and grandma might even be finer. So um, congratulations to Isaac and Abby on the new birth. Looking at the crop reports, a lot of you guys have been asking what's happening uh, again up there in northeast Iowa, southern Minnesota, where the heavy rains uh, um, beat them up pretty bad here at the end of harvest. And talking with a grower up there, and, and uh, sound like the yields are pretty phenomenal. They're bumping 70 bushel soybeans there as well. Corn yields uh, so far in the 220 to 250 range on target, maybe to be uh, record uh, corn yields for them, uh, assuming the areas that don't have flood damage. And they got some good news on the flood damaged corn that originally they were told they had the discot down, it couldn't be harvested. They've now been given the go-ahead to harvest it if they feed it so it doesn't leave the farm. So it uh, helps some of those guys out. Talking with the grower, though, he's, it's been a struggle. He's stuck his combine five times already this harvest, and one day he had two combines stuck in the same field 400 feet apart at the same time. So um, they're working hard to get that crop out. It sounds like they haven't had any measurable rain in 10 days now, so things are starting to improve from the harvest standpoint. Um, and they're going to have to uh, uh, work on it to, to try to get it ground out. I hear last night they had some frost up there as well. Uh, Central Iowa, um, 70 bushel beans coming out there, 220, 230 bushel corn, uh, and kind of the corn is plateaued in that range, but holding good as well. In northwest Ohio, uh, they just started harvest there this week, this past week. Again, some surprising bean yields. Uh, talking with the guys out there, 65 to 70 bushel beans coming off their corn following, or beans following corn, 70 to 90 bushel coming off their corn on corn. And like here, they're just cutting tough. Uh, corn's still a little too wet, not much corn being harvested. In southeast Ohio, they too are cutting 70 plus bushel beans, and they say they're cutting tough. Two and a half mile an hour is about all they can get out of it. Corn yields are bouncing between 2 and 240 bushel. 220 probably the average you're running into down there. They did have a 25 bushel response to fungicides. They do have a lot more disease down there than we got here as well. Not too far uh, to the north on western Ohio, eastern Ohio. Um, they got neighbors in that 100 to 120 bushel corn. So big chunk of Ohio uh, didn't get the rain, and the parts that didn't get the rain uh, are taking out some pretty tough crops. So with this economics, it makes it pretty hard for them guys over there. Here locally, uh, looking at the, some of the reports coming in out of the Malvin area, again, 60 to 70 bushel beans and really cutting tough. 220 on the corn we took a big nitrogen plot out up in the fairberry area this week i think our lowest yield uh on a half mile run was 212 all the way to 250 um field's probably going to be in that 230 range now this was mother's day weekend planting and we were seeing 15 20 bushel swings by the pass as i watched the monitor though we saw those tough spots that we knew about in this field um after the Mother's Day weekend emergence issues, the yields would drop down to 180 bushel. 
and they would come back to 280. And we're seeing that in a number of pots we take out this week on this Mother's Day planting. If we could carve out those side hill seeps and those tough areas where we couldn't get the corn up, I believe our Mother's Day weekend corn would be right with or maybe higher than our April planted corn as far as we're seeing some really strong numbers outside of the bad spots. It's going to take... Uh, going to take yield maps uh, and a lot of time to carve these out from a data standpoint but they're there here in the hayworth area again seeing a lot of 220 on the corn we are hearing more and more mid 50s to mid 60s on the beans <coughs> and they're really cutting tough and, that, and that's a scenario uh, kind of the song that we hear everywhere just how tough these beans are cut seeing a lot of cart operators uh, get to run the combine this year as uh, as you guys are getting tired of sitting there in that combine and grinding these beans out <clears throat> cases where the wife is running the combine and the husband's going after the parts well thing he's forgetting to come back <laughs> and we see the 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 after the hurricane matthew come through people with the t-shirt saying i survived hurricane matthew maybe when we get this crop out we ought to all get some t-shirts to say i survived the 2016 soybean harvest getting a number of calls um on green stems and a lot of questions about these big green stem plants some of still carrying their leaves uh and they do have maybe one to four or five pods typically they're single bean pods that are ripe on them but the stem is solid green and the questions are you know are these late emerging beans that we got out there that are you know didn't get up on time uh, one guy asked is this a mix maybe we got some determinate uh, beans mixed with our indeterminate maybe it's an it's an you know a polluted soybean bag from that perspective and this is what we call the green stem syndrome or green stem disorder and what that means that's what we call it when we really don't know what it is so they they haven't identified whether this is a fungus or this is a virus or caused by a fungus or a virus in itself and they're not really sure this has been around it first showed up in kansas in 1974 and it's been steadily getting worse across the midwest throughout that time many theories about what causes it from uh, low potassium levels to dry weather to plant viruses it was labeled pretty closely to the bean pod model virus uh, for years and that's been disproved that that it's not uh, uh, associated with it you can have it with or without that virus itself um, it's not as you look at these beans you can tell they're not lady mergers because lady merging beans are going to be scrawny with the stem they're going to be very poorly potted as well you know three to six pods on a poor lady merging plant but they're going to be pretty scrawny in the stem itself kind of spindly itself and they're not um determinate beans mixed in you know a different hybrid otherwise all the pods would be green as well as the stem in this case what separates out this um disorder from uh, everything else is the fact that you're going to see ripe pods and they're like again single bean pods but you're going to have ripe pods ripe pods on this green stem that still carries the leaves itself now to this point we haven't documented much yield drag from it but it does make these beans cut tough and with the tough cutting beans anyway it adds to the misery out here from a cutting standpoint itself there is big differences though between varieties and the amount of green stems that we have out there 
So I'm asking you guys again to keep note as you're grinding through these beans which varieties have higher amounts of green stem versus those that don't. Um, and maybe we can uh, compare notes at the end of this and decide which beans out here are, are carrying less. Typically the later beans have more of it and it looks like spraying a fungicide may actually uh, and also cause it to be a little bit worse. But we need to learn a lot more about this disorder or syndrome. And right now, if you guys would just keep notes on which beans are the worst, that might help us if we can pile that at the end itself. Another note I want to talk about is harvest loss. We want to stay on top of this, guys, uh, out there from the harvest loss. On your uh, corn, as we're working with this drier corn and moving through it, watch your header speeds. Keep your header loss down itself. We're probably seeing more loss on the combine coming out the back. So don't forget to check those high-yielding areas, especially in this Mother's Day weekend corn where you where the yields dip down and come back up as you're moving through there. Those high-yielding areas, don't forget to stop that combine and get out and make sure when you hit those high yields that we're not blowing stuff out the back. As the plants are deteriorating, we're putting more matter through the combine, more residue as these uh, stalks are coming on through. So you're probably going to have to be making adjustments from early morning when things are a little bit damp out there to afternoon. Definitely going to be thinking about making adjustments on your combine from field to field. Just don't assume that you're maintaining your yield loss. Now, as we got into a number of combines this week and checked for header loss versus threshing loss, guys are doing a pretty good job. But also then you run across the field where there's six, seven bushel on the ground. Uh, that's going to look like a cover crop when you do your tillage and that six, seven bushel that we could have maybe squeezed down to two bushel and put the rest in the, in the tank itself. Bean cutting the same way. We're seeing some uh, header loss on the beans that I'm a little concerned about. So pay attention there. Some of the guys are trying to beat these tough beans into the head and we're running too low with our reel and too high a reel speed and we're getting too big a header loss. So we'll be afraid to stop that combine uh, back it up and check underneath the head and see what kind of header loss you got. So far, we've been good as far as not a lot of shattering taking place, but you do want to check that to make sure they're not shattered already before you get there. But again, in the beans, we're seeing a, some of the biggest losses, again, pushing the speed of that combine. These beans are cutting tough and ornery, and we're, we're sending the beans out the back. So if you're determined to keep pushing your combine at, at capacity, make sure you're not blowing these beans out the back so we don't end up with, again, six, seven, eight bushel coming out the back itself. A lot of tillage getting done this week. Let's be sure to, make, to take time to set those tillage tools. Make sure they're deep enough, depending on the job you're doing. You guys that are in vertical tillage, remember we got to have complete shatter. we got to have complete shatter all the way across so your heralds will do their job next spring itself. Plots are coming out good. Um, we've taken out a, a number of plots this week. We had a large two or three, actually, nitrogen plots that came out. Looked pretty good. Nitrogen doesn't look to be as big a player in our plots this year as it was last year, but we're still getting some good data there. Did see some bean fungicide on beans on beans go over nine bushels, so that'll be interesting. Looking at our rolled plots, uh, looks like the response in our rolled plots is moving towards the V2, V3 rolling, that being the more positive response within it itself. We also saw some positive responses in some cover crop trials that came out this week where we put cereal rye ahead of the soybeans. Looked like the beans did respond to that. On the other side, we looked at uh, 
uh, cereal rye ahead of corn and a couple three cases and they're all negative so situation where the cereal rye did back the yields up in the corn itself as we take out these Mother's Day planted plots, it's going to be a lot of work. We're going to have to go in there and carve out some of this damaged area to get good data, but I think we're still going to get it. Thank goodness that we have good yield monitors and aerial image to go by because that's going to tell us um, how to carve this out itself. Guys are doing a good job of calling in your fields as you harvest them for the crew, so keep that up. With that, let's keep her safe, keep her moving.